Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Standing Out How podcast. This is Jim Troth. And of course, with me is the office goddess, Laura. Hi, everyone. So today we got a good guest here, uh, Chrissy Reynolds Rafiq. She is with DR Horton. And if you are involved in real estate at all in central Ohio, really like DR Horton is national, but anyway, here in Columbus, Ohio area, there is a lot going on with real estate, new builds. She's going to give us a lot of good, valuable information. Uh, but first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. Hey, Christy, how are you doing? Well, thanks. Awesome, awesome. So, so those who don't know know you, tell us what is it that you do and how long you've been doing that. Sure. So, I'm a new home sales professional with Dr. Horton here in Central Ohio. I've been in the industry for 22 years, um, and with this company specifically for the last 14. Oh, we wow. were previously Westport Homes and were acquired by Dr. Horton, who's a national builder, about four years ago. Okay, yeah, DR Horton is huge. Oh, I didn't realize they took out West Point. Yep. So DR Horton's the largest builder in the nation. And uh, they recognized that in central Ohio, there was a big need for inventory. And their business model is to build inventory homes exclusively. So oh. they came in and acquired Westport because we had a really solid land position and they wanted to be able to get things out of the ground and up and available for sale quickly. So that allowed them to do that. Nice, because there is definitely an inventory issue nationally, but we, we're but really we're definitely here. feeling it here in the Columbus area. And then with the uh, Intel coming in, that's going to be another squeeze. There's the two other companies coming in too, on top of Intel. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of inventory issues. So so before you did like this, the new home sales rep. What did you do beforehand? My background's in finance. I was a finance manager for a car dealership before I got into real estate. Um, And then after getting in with the builder, I'd left the builder world for a while, got a real estate license, started a real estate brokerage, and my team sold new construction exclusively. So we would take clients from one builder to the next and just identify where they could get the best deal. Um, I also got a loan officer license during that time because I realized that in in real estate, you're helping somebody make the biggest, one of the biggest financial investments of their life. And I felt it was really important to dig in and understand the financing side of it so I could help best my, best help my customers. Yeah, very nice. Because most agents, I'm I'm aware, they don't have the loan information, financial advisor, they're not there. Well, it's just that one piece. Very nice. So, so that was kind of a natural transition for you because so you sold new builds. Now you're a rep for a new home builder for a construction company. Yes. Nice, nice. So how 
how does a new like uh, someone who's a potential buyer what's it like for them to to work with you what's the process so the first part of our process and what i find to be the most important part is what we call discovery so the, in the first meeting we're really just going to talk a lot about what the buyer's current situation is what needs to change and really identify where they want to be in terms of location what's most important to them in a floor plan and a home site okay then identify their budget and just kind of start to put all of the the pieces of that puzzle together nice okay okay cuz cuz most oh, well, I'm going to say most but probably it's probably accurate most people don't know about the home buy home building process or buying a a house that's going to be built. That's an alien thing to most of them. Agreed. And there's a lot of common misconceptions around it. I think people automatically assume that new construction is substantially priced higher than buying homes on the existing market. And one of the things I recognized over the last couple of years when people were bidding on homes and paying substantially over the list price for it was that you could buy a new construction home, not have to worry about bidding and be at about the same cost as what the used homes were. Oh, really? So I did not know that. I, and I, I think your your idea that people think new homes are going to be a lot more expensive, that's <laughs> accurate. Because yeah. I did not know that. But I knew while well, with the bid outbidding each other this past year or so, which was insane. That's why some people went to new bills because they weren't bidding wars. That's exactly there right. Some, and- there were some agents that figured that out. And so they were starting to do new builds with a lot of their clients because they were tired of the bidding wars. Yes, agreed. Okay. So your financing financial background, so you understand how the loans and you can probably coach the people through that and the different loan types? I do. Um, and it really helps when you can help people equate to what price goes with what monthly payment. It allows them to feel more comfortable in in making you know the smaller decisions. Um, Everybody has a budget and just finding which home is best going to fit within that budget for them takes the pressure off and it lets them know that they're only going to look at things that fit within that. Okay. That makes perfect sense. We did an inspection the other day and the renter had been a a tenant for this place for 30 years. Oh my goodness. They paid for that. That house probably yes. three times over. Yes. And, and that now, was my thought. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so I mean, she could have bought her own house and it'd be mortgage free at this point in time. So I I, I kind of felt bad, but I think a lot of people just they they just don't know if they yeah, I think with that, there's also the common misconceptions of that you have to have perfect credit and and 20% down. And getting that message out to the consumer that that's just simply not the case. There are still zero down loan programs available and lots of lenders have opportunities available with credit scores as low as 580. Oh, oh that's okay. really, yeah. Yes, that's, that's, that's different. A lower credit score than I thought was possible. So that is good information to have. So with your business right now, how is that, how is it situated? Do you work by yourself? Do you have like a, an assistant, a partner? How's that, how's that all work out? So I have a team that's myself and two other people. Um, we, we all have different aspects of the, of the building process that we focus on um, and gives us like a divide and conquer strategy. It allows us to 
provide a high level of customer service and get everybody successfully through the process. Okay. All right. Nice. So yeah, Jennifer Willis, is that who you work with? Yes. Jennifer has been my business partner for 14 years. Oh, nice. I, I see you. Very cool. You, you consider yourself yin and yang of each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> she uh, is meticulous. She is the I daughter and the T crosser. She keeps me out of trouble. And she just makes sure that we are, you know, keeping everything in time frame and following the, the steps of the process. She's phenomenal at communication and has a huge dedication to cus- the customer experience. Oh, nice. That kind of sounds like Laura and I. There's some I'm things. Yeah. There's some things I hate to do and I'm not going to be good at it, but she's awesome at it. And then it's same way going the opposite direction. That is absolutely how Jennifer and I work so well together is we balance each other's strengths and weaknesses. Very nice. Very nice. That always is great when you find a partner like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So over the, you had, you've had to have that. We've had struggles. Like, 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 wow. Today we had an Asian complain about something that like, well, the gas is off. So yeah, of course we didn't test the gas, the gas fireplace. It was not possible for us to test it, but we all have struggles and things to deal with. Any like struggles, issues you've you've had in the recent past that helped you to you know improve or, or do a, a change or anything like that, or is it just kind of just always there's an opportunity to do improvements? I always say that the one thing about the home buying industry is it's like Ohio weather. You wait five minutes and it's going to change. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, um, you know, just adapt. Being able to adapt and implement what those changes are effectively and, and immediately is what helps you get, get through it when things do change. Um, I will tell you that going through a corporate buyout like we did here recently when DR Horton came in uh, was probably one of the most challenging things that I've ever experienced in my career. Um, we were having a really high level of success with the way our process was. And then they came in with a new philosophy, a new idea, and you had to figure out how to adjust and adapt to it without interrupting your current business model. Right. Oh, that, that um, would be tough. That, that would be hard. tough. Yeah. So, you know, we were accustomed to helping people pick out a home site, pick out a floor plan, identify the options that were important to them and build the house out from scratch over, you know, a, a six to seven month build time. With D.R. Horton's uh, inventory philosophy, all of the selections have already been made. So it's kind of a hybrid of selling a home on the existing market and selling a new construction home. You have the benefit because the home is brand new, but they don't get to make all of the selections and choices. So that that was a big challenge to try to overcome with people who already had a concept of what the build process would look like in getting a brand new home and not being able to make all of those individual choices. I, I like that because, all right, here, here's my analogy. I like to eat. We go, go, are you ever been a piata? I have. Yes. Okay. First time in there. I, it's kind of like Chipotle where you, you get your base and then you mix, add things to it. Yes. Every time I've been to piata, I'm like, I don't know. So they have these things that are already preset. The meals. And you pick the preset for the simplicity. I do. I do. Because I'm like, well, everything there sounds good. I'm on, I'm on that. They know how to make it. 
it's, it's quicker that way because it's already pre-done. Well, not pre-done, but they know exactly what things are put in there. So, yeah, so the DR Horton kind of has the, I don't want to call it, say the Piata of Holmes, but they have, <laughs> Laura's laughing at me, but they, they have designs that work. It's all ready to go. Do you like it or, or not? Is that, is that something about right? It is. And if you don't like it, we can move three lots down and there's probably whatever was missing available in another one. Nice. So you pick something else on the menu. I like it. You've got it. You've got it. It um, it, it helped to satisfy a lot of situations over the last couple of years. Most builders were really struggling with build times because there were labor shortages and also, yep. you know, supply chain issues where we just simply couldn't get some products. So okay. builders were experiencing 10, 12, 15, 18 month build times. In a yeah. market like ours with price escalation and then what we've experienced with rising interest rates, that put a lot of people in a bad situation uh, if their interest rate wasn't locked in. So our process allowed us to do several things. We could control cost because we knew what we were what we were putting in each home ahead of time and we could order in bulk. Right. It allowed us to shorten the cycle because we were going to start the house, whether there was somebody in line to buy it or not, build it and, and know that because of the shortage in inventory, that it would appeal to somebody. And it also allows us to control the buyer experience because they don't have to wait that long build time and be at risk with the rising interest rate. We're able to lock their rates in right away. Yeah, I, I like that. Sounds that, good. That sounds like yeah. a much better idea. Could, could you imagine... Like Laura and I are looking at build, having built ourselves a house down in Vinton County, and I'm just kind of dreading. Like, oh, I got Kate's laughing her butt off. I'm like, oh, I got to pick cabinets, flooring, like knobs, all the stuff. I don't want to do any of that stuff. And I can I can see where your Dr. Horton's method is so much quicker, and and just it's overall like it's more efficient. A lot of people feel that way. It's one of the reasons that turns them off from buying new construction is they're intimidated by the fact that they have to make all of these design choices and they're right. afraid to make a mistake. They're not necessarily, you know, professionals in design. So we employ a team of professional designers who go in, pick out the most popular packages and match things up according to that. We researched nice. about 18 months of data to identify the options that were most popular and the color selections that were most popular. And those are the things that we put in our inventory homes. Oh, very nice. Very nice. That, very that, nice. that remind me of designers. Our Megan, when she was three, she fired me for picking out her clothes. Remember that? <laughs> she may have been two. <laughs> she may have been two. I can't match anything up, apparently. Which is why almost all my shirts are like blue. I have some kind of blue in them. So like, right, blue goes about anything almost. Uh, I need like Garanimals for adults. That's what I need. Yes, he does. <laughs> do you remember Garanimals? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, those, those are good. So, all right. So in like 22 years of being involved in real estate and all that, what changes have you seen in the in the whole industry? Uh, really, the, the main one is just the way people buy. Um, at this point, about 97% of all home buyers start their search online. 
Yep. That's it. It's great if you have a good online presence, but it can also allow you to be eliminated online before they ever come through the door and actually consider your your opportunity, your product or your location. Um, so just having to adjust to the way that people shop um, and the impact of social media on and how that influences people's buying decisions. Uh, the marketing, I would say, has probably been one of the biggest changes, just where we go to find the customer. Y'all, and then when once COVID started, that we we, we had to do some shifting as well. Like, almost every industry had to do some kind of shifting, yeah, on how they're doing things. So this past year, uh, like, like yeah, like, like how many people have you helped you know become homeowners? And then what kind of changes are you like in the future? Why? What's what's the plan for that? What kind of growth are you seeing? So our fiscal year ended in September, and we completed with the oh. year with. Uh, my team helping 140 people find their way to home ownership. Oh, that's cool. Just your team did that many? Just my team, yeah. So nice. as a company here locally, we did over 600 homes. Uh, but oh, my nice. team, we we accounted for 140 of those. 75% of those were first-time home buyers, And a majority of those people started out in a situation where their credit was less than perfect and they needed some guidance on how to get there. That's actually my passion in this industry is helping people find their way. Um, okay. I have a motto that that says it's not a matter of if someone can buy a home, it is simply a matter of when. And my goal when I meet somebody is to put that timeline together for them and give them kind of a blueprint of what steps it is that they need to take to make home home ownership happen. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I yeah. think everybody, I and mean, that's the biggest thing I, I see for help somebody become financially independent is to own the place that they can live in. Home ownership is the number one installation against inflation. When you okay. can control the cost of where you live, you insulate yourself from some of the biggest impacts of inflation. Oh, yep. Because right. there have been a lot of, well, we've, we've been hearing Rent about increases. it. Rent increases. Landlords increasing the rents because Absolutely. they can. Tenants have no control on that unless they want to be out in the street. Exactly someone right. I know had had a kid and a roommate that were in a townhouse and within a period like nine months, maybe the rent was raised twice and the kid asked why. And the landlord looked at him and said, because I can, if you don't pay it, someone else will. Very true. One of the main reasons to control where you live. Yes. So FHA loans, are those good on new builds? Absolutely. Over the last couple of years with all the bidding wars, it was almost impossible for someone with an FHA, VA, or USDA-backed loan to be yeah. able to win a bid on a, on a used home. And builders welcome those loan products. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, no, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Because a veteran, a VA loan, they were getting a bad deal. The last year, people just wouldn't mm-hmm. consider them because it's a VA loan. When they're really, as far as I'm concerned, what I heard, they're, they're just, well, they're less risk. They're still solid, but they don't, they don't get the, I guess, the cred, the street cred for being, being a viable option. And that, yeah. And I don't know why they, they have the lowest default rate of any loans in the United States was my understanding. And nobody That's wanted exactly to be- right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we spoke to, 
Uh, we some loan officers and it, we, we get stats and things like that. So we, we we hear different things, but it's always good to get verification from other people, other sources. So what are your goals for the next couple of years? I'd like to continue to expand my reach with first time home buyers and credit challenged people. I think COVID had a huge impact uh, on people financially. Yeah, a lot of people went for a period of time without income or lost a job, and as a result, got behind on on credit. And I don't want them to think that that's something that they're going to have to live with forever. That's going to prevent them from owning a home. Um, lending guidelines, although they're way more strict than they were a decade ago, it's still a situation where, with the right opportunity, the right coaching the right direction, someone can put themselves in a position to be able to buy, even if they've had some challenges in the past. So I, my, my goal is to get as many of those people in front of me so that I can help them find their path. Very nice. Very nice. Because nice. they don't teach, like in high school, they don't teach personal finance. They don't tell anything really as far as I'm concerned. I don't, do they even do checkbook balancing anymore? Because I know they don't teach how to sign a document. Like they don't do handwriting. Yeah. I'm of the humble opinion that no one should be able to graduate high school without financial literacy classes. I, I believe happen. I believe that. Well, we, we tell our kids, well, we homeschool the, the girls. So they, they learn very early age. Well, they're just kind of like lived with it. So they like picked it up as, as it went along, really. Yeah. So they, they always heard things. So, well, very nice. So, Interest rates, what have you seen those have done lately to anybody? Because they, they, they've gone up. Interest rates are rising rapidly. Absolutely. And, you know, as they continue to go up, that continues to diminish the buying power. I encourage anybody that's even remotely considering buying a home to get off the one thing I can almost guarantee you about home prices in central Ohio is that they're going to continue to go up. We have a market where we're moving 72 new people a day in, and we don't have the housing to accommodate them. So the the simple law of supply and demand indicates that as long as the demand outweighs the supply, you can lock your price in on your house now. And even though the rate's not necessarily ideal, it's still with it. But if the rates go down in the future, you can always refinance and take right. advantage of that lower rate later. So re- re- repeat that part about, about people need to get off the fence. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of sitting back right now, um, waiting to see what the market's going to do. There's a lot of national news um, that's, the, you know, the doom and gloom that the housing market is crashing and you know, all of these negative things, but real estate is hyper-local. What we are experiencing here in central Ohio is far different than what people across the nation are experiencing in other markets. We have such a strong demand and such a strain on supply that we're not going to see those types of declines in values that other people might experience on the national level. Supply and demand just won't allow for it. I I do believe that we're starting to see a market correction and a little bit of a normalization. So we may not see the 15 to 20% year over year property value increases that we've seen over the last couple of years. But, you know, on a hundred year average, a 7% rate of return on real estate is, is 
is what that statistic is. That's what the average is. I think we're going to come more in line with, you know, what, what we've experienced in the past. Uh, and hopefully, yeah, that'd be good. Because real estate, it will never be worth zero. Never. Exactly- it's always going to go up. And they're not making more land anywhere. So if you own your, if you own a house, even with a small plot of land, more land is not being made. Maybe cleared, but not being made. So that's always going to go up no matter what right. and the value on top of that. So Laura and I had a conversation with a lady. She was an attorney for the city. She was with the housing department. Remember that? And it blew, uh, yeah. it blew her away. She was a home buyer. It blew her away that she never thought of the fact that the houses being built, they weren't starter home size. And not only starter home size, but starter home price. So a lot of the houses that are being built are over three hundred to four hundred thousand just to start off, and a starter home is more around you know one hundred and twenty five, one hundred and fifty. Okay, kind of bad. well, some of the houses, some, some of the developments they have minimum house sizes, don't they? Yeah. So one of the biggest strains on on development and housing in Central Ohio are the municipality requirements of minimum square footage. And then also density rules. It makes right. it nearly impossible to provide that entry level price point of, of housing. Okay. Yeah, she was totally floored and had no clue. She never heard of that being she an issue. I'm like, yeah, they're all like they're all huge. They're they're they're, they're at the time the houses are available were over that kind of like sweet spot that everybody wanted. And she's like, oh, we never thought about that. I'm like, well, yeah, you need to look into that. You're so, the city of Columbus. Yep. Yes, each municipality has their own individual requirements on architectural detail, minimum square footage, whether or not a home's required to have a basement, and then also how many homes you can fit in per acre. As we continue to have this shortage of housing, my hope is that those municipalities will relax some of those guidelines so that builders can come in and develop more affordable housing. That would be very nice. Yeah, is there a way to like start a petition or something up for some of the municipalities and ask and go, you're not being reasonable? I I always tell people that you have to really pay attention to local elections and understand where the local candidates stand on those types of positions and vote accordingly. There you go. Yeah. So well, hey, thank you very much for, for being with us with us today. We very much appreciate it. Yes, yes. Learn some new stuff. Mine. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, all right. So, how can home buyers or you work with other agents? I'm sure, don't you? I do. Yeah. A hundred percent of my business is co-op with with realtors. Okay. So, what's what are some of the good ways for them to touch base with you? My cell phone is six one four seven nine five home H O M E, and that's four six six three. Uh, I'm available on all social media platforms, Christy Reynolds Rafik, the home team at DR Horton. And my email is K-X-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S at D-R-H-O-R-T-O-N.com. Okay. And is that 614-795, you said? Yes. Okay. 4663. 4663. Sounds good. Wait, thank you very much. Uh, hopefully we'll bump into you again soon. My it's, pleasure. It, Thanks for having me. It feels like it's been a while, but yes. <laughs> you take care. All right. Take care. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye.
Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Thank you.